The following segment is from the Off Day Debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Spencer, before we came on, you you asked me how it was going. And I said to you, you know damn well how it's going because the Bills just kicked the 49ers. Yeah, and, and humbly, I want to say, Happy Tuesday, man. Like, oh, shut <laughs> good up. morning to you. <laughs> well, no, it was, it was, um, I actually, I, I'm surprised as well. I, I did think going into the game that we would win because I, I believe in our roster, but I really thought that your, that your team would show up in a different way. Um, I didn't think, like we said prior to us going live here, I thought it would be closer than it was. And with the turnover that we had with Zach Moss with the fumble, and we kind of gave it right back to you on the goal line. Without that touchdown, this game really looks like a blowout. And it's it's just incredible to me as a Bills fan. I'm I'm really in a good space. So, you know, I'm gonna do my best to answer all of your questions properly. But man, I am it's victory Tuesday. I didn't expect um to wake up and hear all the national media talking about my quarterback as an MVP candidate again. So this I'm in a good space. Yeah, I mean the 49ers were favored, I believe, going into yeah. that game. At least as I saw on Sunday, they're one point favorite. So, uh, kind of crazy to me. I took the Bills there with with the point. Uh, I thought that was a little interesting. Yeah, congrats. Uh, <laughs> I just had to rub it in. Uh, <laughs> so you talked about Josh Allen here, um, and I think a lot of you know a lot of the conversation around him is that Brian Dable, you know, is doing a great job. That's that's not new. You know, that's been talked for a while now. But, you know, with head coach searches coming up, I think that's of interest to not just, you know, Bills fans, but but of, you know, all the teams that are looking for a new head coach as well. So can you kind of speak to what's the secret sauce here that Brian Dable has with Josh Allen? Why has he been able to get Josh Allen going? The truth is, it's not even that he really has secret sauce. He's been able to consistently have his hands on him. So he's had him for three years. And we know in the the NFL, I know people joke, you know, it means not for long. People don't keep their jobs too long. So offensive coordinators, typically, if they have a season where their quarterback has the season that Josh Allen had his first year, they don't make it to season two, yet alone season three. But Sean McDermott, you know, believed in him. He kept him here. And the relationship that he and Josh Allen have, it seems to, you know, you obviously see it on the field, but you just being in Buffalo and being around Buffalo, you you can actually absolutely see it and tell just how they, you know, talk about each other, um, how they interact. But then on top of it, it's not just Brian Dayball. Uh, Josh Allen has done so much over the offseason um, with other quarterback trainers and, you know, or quarterback coaches. Um, and then, you know, I still want to give a shout out to Ken Dorsey in Buffalo, um, we have we have a, a good number of people who have really taken the time to mold Josh Allen into what we were able to see last night, you know. Uh, and as far as your point to Brian Dayball, man, he's I thought last year we were going to lose him. And the interesting thing is there is a good there is a good portion of the fan base in Buffalo who truly believed that Brian Dayball should have been fired last season. And like I mentioned, the season before now, you know, you have fans who are crying like, oh, my God, we want to keep him a secret. Now we have three more primetime games before the end of the season. Good luck keeping him a secret. That guy is he's phenomenal. And I, I'm I'm very, very happy to have him as an offensive coordinator in this season. And I'm hoping that we can really ride that into the playoffs, man. We really we really looked good last night. That was the first time this whole season I felt like we could go toe to toe with any team in the in the league. I don't know if you know this, Spencer, but we have on this show the only 100% power rankings in the NFL universe. BLG does the power rankings every week. They are 100% accurate. And as I look this week, 
I see Kansas City one, Pittsburgh is three, and the Buffalo Bills are five. So BLG thinks the Bills are the third best team in the AFC. Where do you think they stand in the conference? Um, well, until we play Pittsburgh next week, I think that that's a fair that's a fair way to do it. Uh, Pittsburgh is eleven and one. They lost yesterday, crazy. Um, they lost to the Washington Football Team, but um, they they are the best team in the AFC currently, record wise. I think that we're a better football team than them. Um, but I also believe that Kansas City is still the best team in the league, even though their record isn't as good as Pittsburgh's. So I, I think as of right now, I would go with BLG's you know, assessment there. I think next week I'm going to you know, DM him and say, hey, let's fix this. Because <laughs> the Bills will beat the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday Night Football. I don't, I don't have a question in my mind about it. Ooh. Oh, I love that confidence. So, okay, yeah. so Steelers next week on Sunday Night Football, as you said, then uh, at the Broncos, kind of reeling there with Drew Locke. They play the Patriots, who are trying to come back to life here and, and make a wild card push. Might be too late for them, but they're, they're still alive. And then, obviously, the Dolphins, big game there uh, to end the season, Week 17. So what do you forecast the Bills here? So you have them beating the Steelers. That's pretty good. So you're basically saying they win the AFC East then. Well, absolutely. We win the AFC East. That's not my concern. The team that I'm actually nervous about, if I'm going to be honest, is uh, Denver. I think that a lot of times people overlook um, their defense. And so Denver, to me, reminds me a lot of what the Buffalo Bills were last season, where you have a, a solid defense that can keep you in games and keep it close. And if they can get the ball in Drew Locke's hands at the last for the last drive or, you know, if that's their chance to win and that's how they play the game. But back to the point, I don't want to get too far off here, but um, that's the only team I'm really worried about. The Patriots, um, they are trying to you know keep their head up in there it's, it's Bill Belichick I still think he's a great coach I, I get that people want to talk about him and now Tom Brady's down in, in Tampa and it's like well who who needed who okay they both it was like the perfect marriage and that that just is what it is and we can't you know I don't want to take anything from Brady I don't want to take anything from Belichick but this season the Patriots are not a concern I, I'm not worried about them um, Cam, I'm a huge Cam Newton fan and it, it pains me to watch him this year because he's not, he's a shell of himself. And even Sunday, I think he had like 68 yards passed or something insane like that, but they won 45 to nothing. So if Bill Belichick can get his defense to play like that and get other guys to show up, then yeah, it might be a good game. Um, but, but the, the last game of the season, I think that one is going to be a big game. It's going to be prime time that, that Miami Buffalo bills, if Miami keeps winning, I didn't, I didn't expect them to to do this you know i i did think they would be second in the division but but first of all i thought ryan fitzpatrick would still be the starting quarterback because he's been playing pretty well and i thought that they would really take the time to let Tua develop but i also understand because reps are so important when josh allen uh, was a rookie it was almost like a blessing in disguise that there was an injury that caused him to start um, because if he wasn't starting that was a year another year set back that he wasn't able to learn. So I see what Miami's doing and, and Tua looked good this past Sunday. He had almost 300. It was 296 for a couple of touchdowns. He had a really decent game. So um, I think, I think Miami should be concerning, but I, I'm still confident that if, if things are locked up, we probably will lose the game because we'll kind of rest starters in the second half or whatnot. But yeah, I think, I think that game is tough and, uh, but I'm confident for the rest of the season. I think we go three and one. You are riding high on a victory Tuesday. So far today, you've given us you're going to win against the Steelers next week on Sunday Night Football, and you're not worried about the Patriots at all, a team that has dominated that division 
for basically the beginning of time, it feels like. But hey, when you dominate against the 49ers in prime time the way you did, you absolutely deserve it. Spencer Pennington from Buffalo Rumblings, thank you very much for the time. Now go away from me and never, ever, (laughs) ever come back. All right, man. I appreciate the invite again. And and real quick before I go, I do want to say, just so you know, this isn't me riding it for Victory Tuesday. I've been predicting a Steelers victory for about six weeks, and I've been saying since March that the Patriots aren't the Patriots. So, you know, we'll see. I'll I'll, I'll be in touch. You see, I, I, I talked my little mess to you last night. But hey, guys, take care. Have a great show. Thank you so much. Make sure you don't miss our next conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts. 